This episode is sponsored by Luminous Creative Agency. Headquartered in downtown Providence, Luminous works with businesses and organizations to enhance their marketing efforts by developing high-quality creative content, such as video, ad campaigns, design, branding, and more. You can learn more by visiting Luminous.agency. That's L-U-M-I-N-O-U-S dot agency. Welcome back to the Hey Roadie podcast, where we take a deep dive into the people and places that inspire such big love for the smallest state. We are your hosts, Nick and Sasha. Hi, guys. We're so excited because we have the one and only Laura Afonso today, the woman behind Buns and Bites, Pinky Swear, and so much more. Hi, Laura. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. How are you doing? I'm so excited to be here. I realized you were supposed to introduce yourself, and I kind of did it. So well, thank you. Do you have a little extra like intro you want to do for yourself? Sure. So I am Laura Afonso. I am the founder of Buns and Bites. Um, if you've seen it before, you might have seen my cheeky page on Instagram, um, known for celebrating food and booties. Um, Rhode Island as the smallest state, which has probably the biggest selection of amazing food. Um, we enjoy all of that. We enjoy ourselves. Um, we celebrate good eats and a good behind. Heck yes. Good eats and good booties. That that's sounds, right. <laughs> sign me up. Sign anybody up, mm-hmm. right? I don't that's think right. that's something that I feel like everyone It's just a globally that. appealing brand. <laughs> right, if you don't like food, then like, I mean, like, I can't relate. But if you also just don't like butts, like butts are fun. They're butts cute. Are they're so like, fun. They're so, they're oh my sweet, God. You know? It's so funny because um, I remember the first time I ever saw Buns and Bites, the page. Mm-hmm. Like I have such a, I don't, I mean, now that I know you mm. personally, it, I'm like, this is so funny that I remember this. I was in Sydney Stop. and I, I remember Sydney. pulling it up and I remember thinking like, what? A genius idea. <laughs> How has no one done this before? Like you have a nice butt, you have nice food snap a picture of it like it's great because it's all about like positive body images it's all about promoting small business like man it's good all around what I mean obviously I know we already said like before you get asked a lot like what made you start it but you can say it so quick and then we'll move on no absolutely so I had I was scrolling on Instagram one day and obviously the Instagram algorithm shows you images that it thinks that you might like and so on my explore page I would see a lot of pictures of food I would see a lot of pictures of like you know, girls posing like a lot, you know, in the fitness way of like, so I'd see a lot of butts, I'd <laughs> see a lot of food, mm-hmm. but in different places. And I was like, why has nobody combined these two things together? Because it would make a lot of sense. And it's just fun. It's mm-hmm. honestly, it started off as like a fun little cheeky thing to do. Um, I honestly did not think, truly did not think that it would lead to anything. And now I basically do it full time for work. And it's basically, it's pretty much my dream job. <laughs> Which is, and you yeah. deserve it because you're, Thank you. not only are you great in business and obviously on social media, but you are a very shiny, bright, bubbly, happy person to be around. Thanks. And I think people just in general probably want to work with you, want to know your thoughts about, you know, the food that they're serving and, you know, obviously it's working, girl. I appreciate that very We're much. giving you, I'm snapping, you yes. can't hear it, but there's snaps <laughs> happening. Um, now... Buns and Bites is obviously something that you're very well known for, but you have so much else in your life. Yeah. So I'm just, you can't see me, but I'm repping something from it now. You have a clothing brand. I do. I have a clothing brand. It's called Pinky Swear mm-hmm. um, that my business partner, Jackie Piva, you may know her if you're like an Instagram handle identifier, you would know her as Jackalack. 
Mm -hmm. Um, And it's funny because Jackie and I met uh, in 2018 because I was looking for a wedding photographer Mm -hmm. and I found her stuff on Instagram. I liked, I really thought, you know, she did amazing work. So I met with her in the way of, you know, looking to hire her to photograph my wedding. And, you know, I, I signed a contract with her and then I was like, you know, obviously we've got months and months and months to go before the wedding. But in between I said, Hey, do you want to do like a couple of buns and bites shoots for me? So I pretty much roped her in to be my full-time <laughs> photographer. So now it went from, I'm going to hire you to do my wedding, but now she shoots every single Buns and Bites um, content shoot that we do. Mm. Um, so from there, we obviously spent a lot of time together. Um, and she it was actually her idea. She was like, I want to start um, a little clothing brand. Mm-hmm. And it would make a lot of sense because we both have social media presences and um, where, you know, we get asked, where do you get that sweatshirt? Where do you get those jeans from? I get the jeans question a lot. Um, and just, you know, just to be fun. It's it's fun. Like, it's like online shopping for yourself, but mm. for other people. Um, so you get to just pick out things that you really like that you think other people might enjoy as well. Mm. Um, so that's pretty much how we got started. And it's been about a year. Um, and we, you know, we get to pretty much hang out shop for clothes that we like, we shoot the content, we post about it on both of our social pages, and we get to make a living from that. So and you have cool. a lot of fun. We get to have a lot of fun. <clears throat> Honestly, awesome. if it's not fun, I don't want to do it. It's so. cool to do uh, like clothing brands and things mm-hmm. like that as well. I mean, they're hard to do. Yeah. But like, uh, so I was actually watching, I watch a ton of YouTube. Yeah. It's going to be like a recurring thing on here. Oh. Um, but I was watching a thing with Peter McKinnon. Uh, who's a photographer, videographer from Canada. And he has a partnership with a company called Clocks and Colors. Um, And it's like the guy from there and the theme of it was don't make a, don't make your product for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Make your product for certain people or for yourself. And like the guy from Clocks and Colors, like that's his whole thing. It's like, it's not for everyone. It's very like rock star and like turquoise and kind of, uh, burning rubber and like all that kind of stuff all mixed into one and it's not for everybody mm-hmm. but like you get to kind of shop for the things that you like yeah and then you can be surprised by how many other people like right. actually like that well stuff when you too. find the person when the person who it's for finds it you'll get a customer for for life i mean mm. they're gonna re- they'll be sold into it and i mean you know pinky swear we do a lot of like comfortable things things that feel good on your body um so we don't do like a ton of like going out like fancy things like we're not going to do a lot of that it's more like casual comfort wear um and you know there's a lot of really cute boutiques that are local that do a lot of like trendy things like things mm. that are like constantly changing and you know we we did that a couple of things and I just like didn't like they first of all like didn't sell as well and didn't feel as right like mm-hmm. I want to only sell things that like I want to wear mm. and the trendy the super trendy thing like I'm not a super like trendy person mm. so it didn't almost like didn't fit so we're like let's just let's just we don't even have to go down that route anymore like and if, there's boutiques I, for trendy. i think if you start trying to tra- right. tra- chase that yeah. you're just always going to be chasing exactly, exactly. rather uh, if you do what you guys have been doing and you just kind of this is the thing we like yeah. and obviously other people like it too it doesn't have to be like the open the fashion magazine this is what's exactly. on trend right now right, right and the good thing too about <clears throat> what you were saying about the style that you go for is like it doesn't matter if, because right now, for instance, like the tr- the style, like the trends are like kind of 90s focused and kind yeah, of, very. Um, and like last year it was like more tight and more, you know, structured. And I feel like with the stuff that you sell, and I know because again, I'm a customer, so <clears throat> it's all kind of basics that you can 
fold into a trend. Right. Absolutely. So it's not like you're not pigeonholed to like, okay, I'm going to buy this shirt and I can only wear it for the six months that 90s is trending. Yeah. And then, you know, in next summer, I'm going to be like, oh, shoot, I have to buy a whole new wardrobe. I know. Um, so I think that's awesome. And I think that um, it's it's hard to like let alone be a woman in business mm-hmm. to have your hands in a few things that are obviously successful. Like that says a lot about you as a person, you as a business person and you as a friend. Clearly if Jackie, I'm assuming you guys have become close, extremely close friends working together. And yeah, I don't think you time. go into business with someone that you no. dislike, right? No, but, you know, absolutely not. And it makes me nervous because I feel like when you go into business with a friend, things can either go south or, you know, you can fall apart. We've mm. seen that happen quite a bit. Um, but, Jackie and I are very, um, we're constantly in communication and Mm. like if anything is even bothering one of us a little bit, we are like right to the point of like, let's just address this Mm. and we'll work it out. That's so smart though. Cause then there's no built up of like resentment and then there's not like that one breaking point where everyone's like, well, you didn't do this three months ago and I did this instead of you six months ago. And it's like, it's not a competition. Like there's no winner here. Like if we're communicating and we're doing things together, like we're both going to succeed and that's, you know, what we want to do. Yeah. We pretty much divvy up the responsibilities for pinky swear Mm. so that we are like 50, 50 in terms of like actually doing legwork. So, and how do you find the clothes that you sell for pinky swear? Like what is the process? At first it was tough because it was a lot of trial and error where we were like just shopping the wholesale brands online Mm. and finding which ones were good quality, which ones weren't Mm. what we were like, we got to send this back and we're never ordering from this brand again. (laughs) And then finding ones that were like, wow, we absolutely love this brand. We're going to keep on ordering from it. And you know, our signature ribs tank tops are our best-selling item. I have one on now. Yeah, I have one on right now too. <laughs> They're the best thing. It's the best thing I own. I literally keep one. Every time we get a stock in, yep. we have, there's, you know, like dozens of colors. I keep one every time because they're They're just the most comfortable thing and every day I could wear one wear it as a shirt as an undershirt Mm -hmm. whatever um but yeah I mean once you find the certain brands that you know are really good that they're going to sell that you really love I know that if I love it that much that other people will love it too and one thing too um we can get off the clothing topic in a minute, Nick. I know you're like <laughs> no, I think it's interesting. Tops. Okay, good. I do. You're not sleeping over there. Good. You're you're in. You're involved. I was um, inter- the quality control thing to, to me sounds like the hardest part because there's yeah. been a ton of times where I'm like, oh, this looks awesome. Like, right. so say it's somebody I find on Instagram or something. And they're like, oh, I have my own merch or whatever, and you're like, yeah. oh, cool. I'll I'll pay the extra money because I want to support you. Yeah. And then it falls apart like a week later. All the threads start pulling and all right. that kind of stuff. So, the fact that you do that research ahead of time and find the stuff that's going to hold to me like that would be above and beyond for me. (laughs) And I think every time I've seen you out, out and about, or anytime we've like meeting up for coffee or whatever, you're always in like a pinky swear outfit. Yeah. So that's like the biggest testament that you actually like it. it. (laughs) Cause it's all you wear. Yeah. That's pretty good. And I mean, like I'm, I'm definitely in the, uh, for me, this might as well be winter, you know, fall, (laughs) fall might as well just be winter cause I'm a freezing cold person. Yep. So now I'm full in winter mode, like, Big sweatshirts, knit sweaters, like now, if you had, full comfort wear. <laughs> if you had to choose one season oh my to live the rest of this your life This is not in, a question. It is a question. What's the answer? The answer is summer. No. The answer is summer, I hot, humid, no. sticky, bright sunshine every single day. No. I want to be I want to be like sweating hot every day. <laughs> I kid you not. No. This I is, like cold. This weather outside. Me too. If I'm, if I'm even a little bit cold, I'm completely inconvenienced and oh, no. I'm, I'm, no, I hate it. 
I hate being cold more than anything. That is, I would not expect that at all. Like I would not, if out of all the answers, I would not expect that's one of them. So Nick, yours is fall. Mine is fall actually, or spring. It's that like mild mm, weather. No it's spring. that mid weather. Fall no I like because of the the temperature, but just because of how it looks it's outside so too. Beautiful. It's so like cozy. Oh, I mean, granted, if I could have the fall, like the, the look, pumpkins yeah. and the look and the fall trees, but it's, but, it's, hot. but it's like, even if it was like in the seventies consistently, I'd be like, this is great. You'd this is happy. beautiful. But like, my perfect weather, like the perfect weather is like an 85 degree day. Wow. Love it hot. That's and my husband so wants crazy. to kill me. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I want it to, to be me. cold. I like the winter. I want to be in the snow. I want to be in the coziest blankie with yeah. the socks and the boots. And if, the I, if I could live at like 68 to 72. No, that's too warm. Partly sunny. For me. No, I'm yeah. like. We're like, we're, we're literally <laughs> three steps. It's, yeah, it's going. <laughs> I'm like cool to hot. 30 below freezing please no i'm just kidding no you know i'm convinced it's because i grew up figure skating Mm. so i would spend like you know and my high school years i spent like four to five days a week in the rink freezing freezing Freezing. Mm. so i feel like i've just been chilled to the bone for 20 years (laughs) and now it's forever in my body that my bones are just cold Okay, and so I can never heat up. figure skating i feel like that's like a hidden talent that i don't know if anybody knew that you could do that that's crazy. Do you still do it at all? Do you, uh, have, do you still I have like, a pair of figure skates? Oh, I absolutely have a pair yeah. of figure skates. Um, and I'll dabble a little bit. Can like you do when tricks? I, ha- I can't do the tricks I used to be able to do. Like I, I was actually like competitive. It's a lot of stretching it's, beforehand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Like it would take me a long time to really get back to the point where I was oh, yeah. mm-hmm. when I was like in the um, like early college, end of high school at my like your peak. You're wow. ni- I'm night. You know, when I was 19. I yeah. was the most flexible and, right? and athletic like I'd ever been. Rolling against a wall, right. and you'd be like ready to go. bounce back. Yeah. <laughs> so that's also when I was, com- you know, practicing for a couple of hours, five days a week. So as you can wow. imagine, you get pretty good at that point. But um, yeah, I I grew up figure skating. I start mm. when I was like four years old, and I did it competitively through college, um, and then you know after college, life got you know, more busy and, mm. and it's a lot of time, especially if you're going to be competing. I was on a team called, it's called synchronized skating. Um, if you can imagine picture the rockets on ice, <gasps> but with like more uh, interesting. Yeah. It's, That's it's all so like cool. you're, you're connected like the rockets are and you're doing all of these like crazy, crazy, like, um, the footwork, the movements, the, the transitions of things like and it gets really intense people? and a bit, there's usually between like, 15 to sometimes Whoa. like 18 to 20 skaters Whoa. on the ice. It's if you Sounds like dangerous. look it up on YouTube, <laughs> if you look up on YouTube, like competitive synchronized skating, it's super beautiful. It's really, really interesting. Very interesting. Um, but I did that for a long time. But, you know, you have to go to these competitions. You have mm. to be practicing. You ha- really have to be committed to that. And it's a year-round sport. So um, Do you feel like during college, because you were so dedicated to it, do you feel like you missed out on any sort of, like, college experience because absolutely of that? Absolutely not. Oh, good. <laughs> no. <laughs> I had a full, thriving college experience. <laughs> good. No, That's no. That's good. But when I was in college, the team I was on was, like, uh, a pretty casual team mm. so like I it, like while I was still um it was still a part of my life and mm-hmm. it was still very it was still competitive mm-hmm. um it wasn't as like intense mm-hmm. as it was when I was like in high school like the team I was on in high school was more, way way more competitive when you were in high school and you were doing it did you have dreams of becoming a professional figure skater or did you know that like oh at some point I'm just gonna like move on to like my career yeah I never like because people would be like oh do you want to go to the Olympics I'm like 
<laughs> That's even more no. commitment. Right. But like, I never thought like, I'm going to be mm-hmm. uh, like competing at Worlds. I was never that good. Uh, <laughs> that You have to be on like a certain tier yeah. not to be operate. Like the next Michelle Kwan. Never. No. I mean, like as much as I admire them mm. for, for the craft um, and for the sport, I never felt, I never saw myself going there, but I really enjoyed the actual, like the physical act of ice skating. It was, it's very like artistic and mm. enjoyable for me. Um, but if anything, in terms like of a professional path for me, with figure skating, I thought maybe I would get into coaching, mm. um, which I did like to a little bit of like the little tiny baby Aww. beginners way back, um, which is fun. And I would probably even today, like if I would do that. They're but, all pusher on the PVC frames. Yeah. Like you learn <laughs> how to like stop and like, Push you your know, butt out and exactly like do, the do the wiggle yeah. and everything. So like, that's fine with the little kids. But, um, when I was younger, like, yeah, I, I didn't really see myself as like going and competing mm. as much as I thought, like, I want to hone in on this craft, be as good as I can be. Mm-hmm. There's different like tests that you take. And I was like, I want to bang out all my tests as much as I can. Um, and you know, maybe like maybe I'll do coaching, but mm. as you know, when someday, I was, right. Maybe if you decide oh, yeah, yeah. buns and bites is not your passion anymore. Yeah. Hey, I you could can, just get back into ice skating. That'd be fun. Yeah. I'm sure like, I mean, I'm not, <clears throat> I can say the knowledge of ice skating that I have is just the Olympics Yeah, and watching and like grading them based off like their outfit choice because that's my favorite it is it is because they're so pretty and like the sheer thing with Mm -hmm. like the sparkles and like the fun colors and like I love that part um as far as ice skating I mean when I was in the fourth grade I was on a hockey team yes it was like the Lincoln Lions or something like that I have this like little picture of a baby me in like a hockey jersey I need to see that picture (laughs) I'll try to find it oh my god (laughs) it's so funny I was a very big time boy anyway um, You're like one foot shorter than you are now. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah, just a little shorter. It all still fits. And mm-hmm. I had this like, my dad is like very serious. Like my dad is like a, a kind of like a, he's very serious. So I had this phase where I did not smile in pictures oh my because gosh. my dad didn't smile in pictures. Wow. So all these pictures probably from age like seven to like nine, I'm just like stank face. Wow. Like you could Super not serious. so so serious. And every like father daughter dance photo and any gymnastics photo, oh my, my little hockey. I'm just like I was a little kid that ruined all the pictures. It makes some stupid with the face. goofy faces. Of yeah. course. Always. Oh my oh, god. I still kind of do. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Get away from us. <laughs> all right. Um hold on, quick question. Yes. I know we're kind of talking about the ice skating thing, but to hop back to the pinky swear stuff. Yeah. I just found myself, like, I was kind of looking at the website sure. and seeing what was there. Yeah. Uh, to kind of get an idea of what you guys were talking about while you were talking about it. Yeah. And uh, I, I saw some of the branded stuff for Buns of Bites. Do you do any branded stuff for pinky swear or is it kind of more collections of stuff? So I have the Buns and Bites merch that I sell yeah. on pinky swear because it made the most sense to just put it there in terms mm-hmm. of having it available for shopping. Yeah. Um, but I we do custom pinky swear merch i'm actually wearing one right now this is just this is one of the designs it's just a happy roadie it's so roadie, cute roadie, roadie. i love that. um we do we have one that's like the pinky swear hands mm. um we have a really great providence crew neck coming up just <gasps> in time for the holidays sign me up can so, i be on an exclusive list yes <laughs> you'll be the first to see it yes I, lo- I got she has one i don't know if it's still up there i don't know if it was limited edition but there was one that said like pvd loves me or yeah, something pvd loves me uh, we, we you do those to- as like special collections or something yeah, yeah kind of like well we we have a distributor that we work with and and they have a design team so we, we work with them we tell them our idea they design it 
they order it for us and it comes in and you know we we promote it and and push it so cool. and it makes sense to add like to kind of combine them because you are the face for both things so people are gonna see the correlation mm-hmm. right it's not like some random person here and some random person there and they're like why are these two places together right, right. like you are the brand for both so mm. it's like it totally makes sense yeah um and we try to keep yep. things local like tied mm. in like rhode island providence i mean you're from providence yeah i am from providence what what like area born i grew and up born and raised in yeah. providence um i grew up on charles street Mm. Did you ever take a break, like college years of leaving Rhode mm, Island? I've never left. Never? <laughs> you can't get me to leave. That's so nice. <laughs> I love that. Yes. So for for college, you went to? I went to the University of Rhode Island for my undergraduate degree. Yep. And I studied speech language pathology. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Unexpected. That is unexpected. <laughs> and you have a bachelor's degree too, right? I have a bachelor's degree. I also have a master's degree. I mean, sorry, and that's what I meant to say. Yes. You just said you have a bachelor's degree. You have a master's yeah. degree. That's like so cool. Yeah. That's a lot of work. It was a lot of work. Yeah. It was two years of lots of work. <laughs> is it your uh, master's degree also from URI? My master's degree is from Providence College. Damn, girl. Yep. She's up here repping local schools. That's right. Repping local brands. So I have to say go roadie, go Friars. And so when they play their so- play each other – in the basketball game every year because they're, they're kind of ri- <laughs> rival. like a rival game. Yeah. Um, but it's the most fun basketball to go to, especially at the dunk. Oh, it's yeah. It's like the best energy. And uh, Do you wear like half colors of one team and half colors I of the I usually just team? go neutral and Smart. I get to cheer when both teams Just a score. blank white t-shirt. Yeah, I know. Just like I'm <laughs> neutral. I'm a neutral anybody. party. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I had a great experience at both schools. Mm-hmm. Um, my master's degree is in educational counseling. Um, oh. so it was a different, a completely different mm. path. And mm-hmm. I worked in higher ed for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it was, it was all around a great experience. Do you, so obviously like if you went to school and then you went back, you obviously like to learn like that's, yeah, that's uh, definitely, that's cool. Cause I don't <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I do. I, do. No, I, do. I love I do. to learn. I yeah. just hate school. Yeah. 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 School I'd rather tough. teach a lot of stuff to myself. Was it hard? Yeah, did yeah. you, did you do your bachelor's and then immediately after do master's? No. You waited. It took a long time. How was it going back to school when you were a little bit older and you weren't like so, I feel like when you're like college age, it's so, it's easy because everyone around you is going to school. You probably live close to campus. It's Mm -hmm. easy to go to classes and then go to the food hall, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like getting, when you're a little bit older and you're not really in touch with that sort of like. Yeah, but there's less distractions. Like when Mm -hmm. you're in college, to me, so I waited till after high school. Mm -hmm. So after high school, I worked for like two or three years and then I went to school Okay, because I hated high school. Yeah. So I was like, no, like, I don't screw want to do that. this all again. Yeah, I'm not doing that <laughs> right. again. So I'm glad I waited until I wanted to go because mm-hmm. then like, I mean, I still went and partied with my friends at URI. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> like, I can still party. I don't even have to go yeah. to school here. I can yeah, still come party. But like the fact that I, I waited and then wasn't at a school where I was partying with my friends was like, I just kind of, it was just the thing. It was almost like work. Like I just mm-hmm. went into work and then I left and I yeah. had my things to do and I got them done and there was less like, you know, uh, coming back and then sitting down to do homework and somebody being like, oh, we're going out to go party or whatever. And then I'm like, "Eh." yeah, I waited just long enough where there was less distractions. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. Do you feel that? Was that the same for you? Um, Well, I went to URI right from high school Mm. and uh, I definitely enjoyed the party scene. (laughs) Did you live at URI? URI? I lived at URI all four years. Well, I lived on campus for two years. Lived off campus for two years, so I had a great time. Mm. Um, but I also like took my studies very seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, speech pathology, 
at URI is a very, very competitive major. Mm. Um, so I was definitely like diligent with my studies, mm -hmm. but also on the other side, like had some fun. I had a lot of fun. Mm. While as my master's degree, I ended up getting a graduate assistant position on campus. Cool. So you pretty much, it's like a work exchange. Mm. You work 20 hours a week in an office and you get to go to school for free. Oh, that's awesome. So I, um, I, I pretty much was on campus every day mm. from like 9 a.m. I would work all day mm -hmm. and then I'd go to class mm. until the evening, mm -hmm. uh, especially because a lot of master's programs, particularly this one, is designed for people who are already like in the workforce. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And like, so this program in particular was a lot of like teachers mm. or social workers who just needed that degree, whether it be for a, a different position mm -hmm. or a promotion or just for to have the degree. Mm -hmm. um, so they needed, it needed to work around like business it was a little more flexible so yeah more flexible so I you know luckily I lived near Providence College at the time mm -hmm. which it's funny because now I don't go there and I live even closer to college <laughs> but um you know I was there quite a bit and then your second year you had to throw in an internship so you're just maxed out for pretty much two years yeah where you're just like really head on into you know working and studying and I will say that the program like it wasn't as intense mm. like my undergraduate studies were much more challenging mm. than my master's studies mm -hmm. but it was just that the schedule for it and of course like you're an adult like now I have rent yeah like <laughs> you I, have stress I, more stress it, mm -hmm. more stress mm -hmm. as like not that I wasn't an adult in college but going back to school at 25 versus being an 18 year old like, yeah. living in a dorm at URI yeah, right is a little bit different. I'm yeah. not convinced that 18 year olds are adults. Yeah, no, definitely yeah, I, not. I probably shouldn't have. Having been myself. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, experience. It's, and it's hard too, like when you've never been um, like away from home, like mm. at 18, decide, like taking out, a, most people at 18 have to take out a loan, yeah. have to sign their life away, have to decide yeah, all these a decisions. A life burying loan. Yeah, yeah, at 18, like <laughs> that's crazy. Um, but I do have a question because I, don't know and this might be very um ignorant or naive no. but what is speech pathology so speech pathologists have a very wide array of um people that they'll work with so you might work with a child who has a stutter mm. who has a lisp who mm -hmm. has some sort of speech impediment mm -hmm. um they work closely with audiologists um for so people who are deaf and hard of hearing they might work with a speech pathologist oh. to, to improve their speech okay um all the way to um so basically from like birth mm -hmm. to geriatric where if you have a stroke and you lose the ability to to speak mm. it's rehabilitative in that way where you can learn how to basically piece together your language again wow um so there's you know or if you have a brain um aneurysm and you mm -hmm. need to again learn how to, to speak again mm. so there's they work with occupational therapists audiologists mm -hmm. Um, physical therapists. So it, there's, you know, whether you're in schools, hospitals, mm -hmm. nursing homes, um, freelance, like That's speech pathologists. Yeah. It's so intense too. It is. I it can is only intense. imagine what you were you were saying, like your the program was very competitive. I can only imagine like how competitive that probably got. Because yeah. I'm sure like, be, it, I mean, I've, I feel like I've met a, one or two other people as I didn't know what it meant. Mm. Um, but you don't hear that job a lot. So I'm assuming there's yeah. not a ton of those jobs. So yeah. that's probably why it's so competitive and why like when you do apply for those sorts of jobs, you want to be like the top of your class yeah, and you want to have the best internship mm -hmm. or whatever, right. which is like 
you know, it seems like a lot of people could use those services. So maybe you Definitely. should have more jobs. More jobs. My experience, you really, you have to have a master's degree in speech pathology in order mm. to be a speech pathologist. Okay. You need to have a master's um, and and your, your letters after your name. Um, and I did, I would say pretty well, like I made the dean's list mm. most of the time when I was yes. at URI. But it's so competitive that if you don't pretty much have a damn near perfect GPA, mm-hmm. like there's no getting into URI's speech pathologist program mm-hmm. for their graduate school. Um, and so <laughs> basically my choices were like, go somewhere that's significantly less competitive, mm-hmm. i.e. the middle of the country by myself at, you know, <laughs> And you've never 21. left Rhode Island. I've never left that. my dear Rhode Island. Heck no. I couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to do it. I was honestly too scared. And, but you know what? I think it was a great decision because I don't at, you know, at 30, I don't really see myself I don't miss that. I don't, I'm never yeah. like, shoot, I should have done that. And so. you found a career path for yourself that you literally just a few minutes ago said you have your dream, your dream Yeah, my job. dream. So I get like- to eat like ridiculously <laughs> good food every day with my friends. And wear cute clothes. It's like, yeah, exactly. It's so great. Yeah. It's the best. So many people that I know that like have jobs that they really love or careers that they really love and they're you know you hit your 30s and you start figuring out where you're going to actually be who you actually feel like you grew up yeah. when you're in your 30s where totally. like when you're younger like i'm still trying to figure out what i want to be when i grow up like <laughs> we'll get there eventually but like i feel like everybody i know who has a career that they love very few of them went to school for it right totally you just like went to school you use that to like get some job a job when you came right. out of school and mm. start paying some bills and then stumble into the thing that you actually really love to do yeah i feel like i agree with that unless you're like a teacher a nurse or like a doctor or or yeah something like like something like that where it's very specific but Mm -hmm. quite often you go to school you major in like and nothing against any of these majors they're great majors like if you go to school for communications Mm. or psychology or something like business business just like a general degree like one of those general studies or even like even my degree was very specific, mm. but it doesn't, you know, I made that decision at 18 mm. that I was going to go to school for speech pathology. And mm-hmm. that was me at 18 deciding oh, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Mm. It's pretty silly. Right. It, it, it honestly <laughs> it really is, is very silly. And it doesn't if, make any sense. Yeah. Honestly, if I could go back, I probably would have waited to go mm. to college, waited till I had like a better grasp on like what it is I want to do. Because today, if I were to go back and tell my 18 year old self what to study, it would have been marketing no brainer mm-hmm. because obviously in my field now, mm-hmm. I wish I had gone to school for marketing. And I bet it's what you're good at. I, I didn't know that I was good at it. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I had to get life experience. Mm-hmm. So I really do wish that I had waited like you and like, you know, could have still had some fun and then <laughs> yeah. gone to school later. And so. I know two people with marketing degrees and neither of them do marketing. See that? We should just <laughs> switch. Yeah, you should, should switch. switch. Don't tell me that right. they're a speech pathologist now. No. <laughs> like, that would be too, weird. too funny. Yeah, just like switch degrees. Yes. Um, yeah. Can we I, just wipe this out? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, honestly college is like a a topic that will never end but it's like it's so Mm -hmm. tricky like it is being 18 and figuring out what you want to do for your life it's like you said Nick like anybody who goes to school at 18 and is like this is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna be xyz like the chances of that actually working out but it's a model for life that we haven't changed since when the model was set up right you had like three kids in a house at 18 yeah yeah seriously like that you were like the and women didn't go to college. I was about yeah. to say, women weren't even going <laughs> yeah. to college when this was decided. It yeah. was just men. Yeah. And so now we're like, oh, still it's crazy. Like, you're eight. Because like now I'm I'm going to be 30 um, at, in December. And Woo-hoo. I'm like, yay. <laughs> um, I just found, very side note, I just found out this is not a local business. I'm so sorry, Rhode Island. But I was like scrolling through Instagram and a friend is in Vegas right now. And they posted Ooh. a 
picture from a Hello Kitty <gasps> cafe. Oh, my God. And I texted Brian. And I was like, can this we go so here for my 30th birthday? Please, please, please. Can we please have a birthday party here yeah. just for the two of us, yes. please? I um, found it. I found it. This is it. No, we'll probably stay local. Um, and I don't remember where I was going with that story because Hello Kitty just like. I do love Hello Kitty. Look at my little. You see my sticker? I have a sticker oh, on my. See it. Is it on this side? No, no it's, it's on, on this side. Oh, there, there it is. I love her. I, I love Hello Kitty so much. I have much. a sticker on my little earphones of Hello Kitty holding a strawberry. Just I, so. So as a child, I worked at. When I say worked, it's air quotes because I was a child in fifth grade. Okay, so I it worked, wasn't working. No, it wasn't working. It was like <laughs> helping stock the shelves. I think that we did like they let us like work the register a little bit, which is kind of crazy <laughs> that you let a fifth grader work a register. Yeah, but that accounting um, was spot on. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, there was a toy store on Hope Street called Uncle Sig's, and literally just like my favorite childhood memories are from that toy store and she would I think she would pay us 20 bucks every time we worked yeah and when I tell you that she'd hand us a 20 and I'd go to the Hello Kitty section and I'd pick Aww. something out and I'd give her $20. $20 is a lot for a fifth grader oh, yeah you could oh buy God. a lot of stuff with that I would, uh, the Hello Kitty notebooks and stationery everything I had was Hello Kitty the the house phone oh my Kitty, God. the radio the alarm clock Everything, Everything in my room. How did your like kitty. your parents like that? They're like, oh, geez, she has another, another Hello Kitty another accessory. Hello kitty. But they always knew what to get me because I just loved That's true. Hello Kitty. Yeah, I'm I like, did not know Hello Kitty. I, I became aware of it like probably five or six years ago. Oh I did God. not realize it's been around for that long. It's been around and it's like a global. Yeah, I know it's huge. I yeah. realized that at this yeah. point, but I didn't know it's been around since. I don't know. Like, Forever. when was it established? Well, I, really, I didn't realize. I don't know. I don't know. I don't Probably remember. Like, I would not have imagined. Yeah, yeah I was going to say would, the seventies or eighties. Yeah. No kidding. Really. Yeah, wow. it's been. A, she's been. A, she's. She's. She is our ride or die girl. Yeah, she really is. She is. I. Uh, it's. There's this ongoing joke in my family that I'm the easiest person to buy for because it's like buying for like right. a toddler because if it's like cute and it's a stuffed or it has hello kitty on it they're like oh sasha like this and i open it and i'm like oh my yeah. god you do just what to get you me know, you know like, me so well this is so perfect <laughs> it's honestly embarrassing but i love it i'm never yes. just gonna i had this like weird time between ages of like 26 and maybe 28 where i was like okay i'm gonna be 30 soon i should probably like calm down on like my like of like cute childish no. things yeah why well, right. now, well, now I know. When yeah. this past year, it was kind of my realization that I was like, "Why the? Why would I do that? Like, it's who it's I you. am. It's yeah. Because yeah. yeah, um, weirdly, the the world tells you that there's only certain things you're allowed to like as an adult, which yeah. is just odd. Well, and then think, you become an adult and you realize that that's yeah. not even true. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's like super normal for men to still like really love like Star Wars or like their mm. things. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, of course, it's normal. Like, yeah, you're a guy and you love that. Yeah, but. For a girl to be like, I love Hello Kitty. It's looked at as childish. That's so yeah, silly. That's it like is so mm, silly. That's ridiculous. But even that, the like the adult men, mm. it being societally okay for them to like Marvel and yeah. Star Wars, that's like the last five years. Like before yeah, that, it was it like, was pretty nerdy. It was yeah, it you was were like you were nerdy. super nerdy, okay. and like I think the maybe ten years because I'm trying to think of when like that Marvel cinematic. Universe, I do like, remember when in it high became school, a really good movie. Everybody yeah. was like, oh, okay, fine. When high school, I remember like there would be like the one kid that would always wear like a Captain American or a Superman T-shirt, and everyone would be like, "Okay, dude, right. <laughs> this is this is weird." And now you're right, right like now now that people actually like put money into it and care about it, I guess mm. now it's like cool. But I'm never. Yeah, well, really I mean, when like Chris Evans is Captain America, Mark Ruffalo is mm. Hulk. He's my boyfriend. <gasps> I isn't he so cute? Love him. He's probably oh my, my favorite God. of all of them. I don't of know all of them. I don't know any of the other ones. Don't I know. just know I him. I don't know any. Honestly, I'm really bad. I with, like, saw Thor hmm. in theaters 
when it first came on like like IMAX HD mm-hmm. and like they show him for the first time and he's got that beard and I was like holy shit look at his beard I mean, wow. no, wow. in IMAX too so it's like a hundred feet of beard yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> I went, wow I'm all right in. yeah that's Thor that's, I'm in. <laughs> that's him for sure I'm ready and then yes. you just like see his abs and you're like Oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> so right. this is also marketed to the ladies. Yes, yes. Okay, I see. Mm-hmm. Um, I this I'm gonna like flip this conversation around really quick because I'm dying to know. Yeah, this is gonna be controversial. Oh my god! Can you tell me like a few of your absolute favorite restaurants to go oh to? My gosh. Okay. You Are don't you have to. to. Are you allowed to? Yeah, of course I'm allowed to. I'm the boss. I make the rules. That's yes. <laughs> I yes. Do what I want. boss is over here. How about I make it more specific? Where is your favorite place to get pizza? Well, that's even, that's harder. Oh, darn it. Okay. I have, okay. So th- this is what, my, what if we split the city in like three? Well, it's not necessarily <laughs> that. So there, in my opinion, pizza is like, there's so many different kinds mm. of pizza. What mode you're in. So it depends. Do I want like a Napolitana style pizza? Do I want like a thick, greasy pizza? Mm. Or do I want just like a quick slice or something or like a New York style pizza? Okay. So I have like favorites of difference. So mm-hmm. I'll give you a couple. Okay. That way, you know, you can do with that information what you will. Okay, but, I'm dying um, to know. My top pizzas are Pasquale's, mm-hmm. and this is in no particular order. Pasquale's in South County. Mm-hmm. They have a grandma pie. And also, I'm going to start telling people, like, when I tell my favorites, mm-hmm. I'm going to also start giving, like, specific Like, what order? Because, like, I don't want to just say, go to Pasquale's. No, go to Pasquale's and get the grandma pie, the original grandma pie. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite pizzas. It's a square pie, mm-hmm. and it's very simple mm. but incredibly well done. That's one of my favorites. Okay. Another is the Arthur Avenue um, Altaglio style pizza mm-hmm. from Federal Hill Pizza. Mm. So it is a big rectangle pizza, nice and thick, and they do like chunked tomato sauce. Mm. The dough, Billy Manzo is like a genius when it comes to pizza he mm. really is like a world he's been around the world for pizza he knows his stuff amazing mm-hmm. i also really love like figadini for napolitana style like their burrata mm. pizza is amazing you cut it with us with scissors with scissors right? That's so cool yes but but <gasps> i have one of my best friends her new fiance not he's not new to her he's they just got <laughs> engaged <laughs> but he is he is also a pizza genius and he just, he's in the works. I don't know. I'm not going to give too much information because this isn't really released yet, mm-hmm. but he is soon to be bringing his pizza to Providence. Ooh! And when I tell you that this pizza is out of this world, Bomb.com. it is like, um, almost like a wood fire, like Napolitana style, like that mm. nice, like thin, thin dough, fluffy crust, like really good ingredients mm. and he does like really interesting toppings like he'll make like house made like musica not musica um like an eggplant what is it called oh my god lanzana yeah i guess plant? maybe i don't know yeah like an eggplant <laughs> spread like just smoky like inter- just interesting things that like you wouldn't necessarily see mm. on a traditional pizza menu yeah and yeah no his his pizza is like a 10 out of 10 in my book mm-hmm. i am crazy for it so and it's coming. You said he hasn't released it yet, but if someone, by the time people hear this, if it has, do you think that it'll be on? It'll one be on Buns and Bites the very moment that okay, he's perfect. like ready. He's ready for me to share it. I like, didn't want to say it, but yeah. Okay, perfect. No, you'll be able to find it on Buns and Bites. Absolutely. Now, do you have, and if not, this is a real shame and all the restaurants that you've worked with yeah. should be 
this is bad. Do you have like a menu item at any restaurants that you've, that's like called? I've done that before. The buns and bites? Yeah. Or the Laura? I've done things like that before. I'd love to do more. You should. I would love to do more. I will tell you one thing. If I ever walked into a restaurant and it had like, like the buns and bites pizza or like the Laura pizza, I'd be like, sign me up. Yes. Because I, I mean, anybody who knows your page knows that you choose the best food at places so I can only imagine that like (laughs) you do yeah (laughs) so I can only imagine like the or like even um like at the fact that like a bakery hasn't hit you up to be like all right we have these make a bun (laughs) (gasps) make it look like a butt so any bakers listening to this let hit, me know. Hit up like Laura. Little, little, a special buns, buns and bite like bun. Filled with something yeah. that are bite-sized. Yes. So a, the, just buns, bites. Buns, buns and bites. A bite of bun. Buns and bites. Or yes. you could go the opposite way and have like a, You're gi- welcome, whoever a ginormous one that looks like a bum. <laughs> a little a little peach shape. That would be yes. so yes. cute. Okay, there's so many bakeries. Like, let's lot, get this endless going. Endless possibilities here. So, And honestly, if for anyone who hasn't already done it, like now is your chance. This is the time Email to the first one. Please. Slide into my DMs. Let's get this. Even like at Providence Monthly, there's a, they're at a, Jeff's. Jeff's. They, yeah. We have like a Providence Monthly sandwich. Yeah. There should be a Buns and Bites sandwich there. There should be. There what should the be heck? a Buns and Bites menu item everywhere. I, every everywhere. place, that should be like part of your contract now if you ever go to no. a place. Like, Create a menu item just for me. me. Yeah. Please. The last place I did this at was um, Betula in Cranston. They did like a month long pizza special and I built the pizza. Oh. And it was really good. It was very simple, but like just delicious. What was on it? I can't remember exactly, but I know that there was like ricotta cheese. Um, a red sauce, obviously, fresh basil, cracked, um, crushed red pepper flakes, mm. pepper do peppers. And I can't remember if there was like a hot honey or Ooh. something. So it was like spicy, like salty, savory, sweet. Savory. Yeah, it was very delicious. Their pizza is outstanding there as well. What, again, another tough question, I'm sure. Mm. If you had to choose one like cuisine to eat, what would it be? Or like, what's your top three? Pizza is like definitely really up there for me. Mm-hmm. I super love pizza. I have a really big sweet tooth. Oh. So like dessert things, sugar okay. things, like I would pick over most savory foods. Wow. Yeah. I, I really, would really love. never have guessed yeah. that. And I also really love seafood. Oh, okay. Super, super love seafood. So I, my husband's a vegetarian. Well, he's not a vegetarian. He's pes- pescatarian. He mm. can't eat meat, like animal meat, but he can on occasion eat fish food mm-hmm. and fish so when we go out to eat i like the idea of ordering a steak or like the chicken i haven't done that out to eat in forever mm. because we go out and we share everything mm-hmm. so we pretty much have like we uh, i eat a lot of seafood mm. yeah well another thing so wait what, when you say seafood all seafood all seafood okay yeah, some people are fish, like oh, shrimp. fried fish, that yeah, kind of stuff. No, all of it. You like? Are you big into sushi too? Love sushi. Mm. Love sushi. Do you have a favorite sushi place? Yes, I do. It's Limbs. Oh, in I Wayland love Square. Limbs. Oh. Fantastic. I haven't been there yet. Oh that my is god, my it's so good. Every time I go somewhere else, I'm like, I wish I was at Limbs. I think Limbs is the first place that Brian and I ever ran into you and Justin. Yes, we were getting takeout, and <gasps> yes. we had met in passing. We were like, "Hey, I know you." This was like years yeah, ago. Yeah, I remember. And I remember you saying it, that that's like your favorite place to go. Yeah. And Brian and I, I, I like sushi, but because I don't really, I, I'm similar to Justin. The fact that I am a vegetarian and like once in a great while I'll mm. eat seafood, but yeah. it's not like my. F- I don't really Not your favorite thing. I don't really want to do it. Sure. So I don't love getting sushi because I always have to get like sweet, sweet potato, potato roll. roll. Yeah. Yeah. Or like cucumber roll. roll or something. Um, but Limbs also has like the best pad thai I've ever they have had. Great pad thai. O M G. 
G. It is. It's so good. It's so good. It's I great. can't. Oh my God. Especially like in yeah. the winter months, it's cozy. It's like, it's like spicy, not spicy, but it has like a little mm-hmm. heat to it. Oh mm-hmm. man. You got to go to Limbs. Um, it's on my list. You, you need like to sushi, go tonight. I literally yeah. just wrote it on You should do it. You should do <laughs> so it. So I can remember to go. Do you yeah, like definitely. sushi? I love sushi. What's your, what's your go-to roll? I, so the, <clears throat> I, it always sounds like a cop out. I don't really have go-to. Mm. I like to go. So if you. I like to go to different places and see what's on their menu. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And see what like they because sometimes I like tuna, but I also like sashimi too. Mm. So sometimes it's just a, a pick of a particular type of fish, or if they have a type of fish I've never had mm. before, mm. or uh, you know, a roll that is put together differently with mm. different ingredients, or they add like a crunch aspect to it, or yeah. it just depends on what mm. they have. So I don't have like a preference. I mm. kind of just like it. You're, you're experimental when it comes yeah. to sushi. It's kind of how I am with all. I like, I also like places where the menu changes slightly every yeah. time I go there. Mm. Yeah, that's great. So that's I can try something new. Haruki yeah. um, um, on Wayland Square again, mm-hmm. they have, um, <clears throat> they always have like a really cool specials list mm-hmm. where it'll be like magic dragon roll or right, something. Right, yeah. And you, and it comes to the table. I've never ordered it, but it comes to the table and it's like, the most beautiful, like the avocado oh, looks like a flower. Yeah, and it's beautiful. It, there's so many colors and it's so, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Do you have a go-to sushi roll? Um, I really love unagi rolls, mm. barbecue eel. Ooh. I, I think it's so good, especially the one from Limbs. I, I love it. We, we usually always get two mm-hmm. because we'll like fight over it. So <laughs> we have to have a designated, we each get our own sushi roll. And I recently discovered this product that now not only do I want to put it on like most things kind of like people who love hot sauce Mm. but now I can't eat sushi without it it's called hot crispy oil and you can buy it at stock on Hope Street oh my god so I you know we, we get a lot of our closing gifts for clients at stock and we'll always pick out a couple of different things and so I threw one of this these jars in to a closing gift and the person was like I loved that mm. so I tried it myself and now you can't I like it? I need to now I want to dip sushi in it it's, it's like a jar of, of hot oil mm. of spicy oil but it's filled with red pepper flakes shallots garlic and it's like candied almost Ooh. it's like wow. it's spicy very very flavorful it's not just like a like hot sauce to me is like mm-hmm. it's it's spice it's one lane I also I feel like we need to clarify because I don't think we mentioned at the beginning that you do real estate I as do well. do real estate so I do a lot I just so do say closing <laughs> gift I was like yes. maybe people are gonna have no yeah. idea what we're talking no, about yes no yes I, I should have said that yes I do real estate as well I do some so many things <laughs> do you have one thing that I mean this is probably the hardest question but is there one thing that like is, you're the most passionate about or is a yeah buns bit- and bites is my favorite thing to do ever oh that's so like fun. if I'm doing if I'm spending my time doing buns and bites mm. it's like the best time that I could be having mm-hmm. but I do really enjoy real estate mm. um and I got into it because my husband was doing it for a little while he started to get busy and he was like it's funny because I was working at a job in downtown and I just wasn't happy there I was working in like a windowless office it felt like um and I just didn't I wasn't enjoying I don't look through (laughs) no but um it was just not a good atmosphere for me Mm. and because it was in downtown my husband would drive me to work in the morning to drop me off that way I didn't have to park 
And every morning I would get there early so we could sit and drink our coffee in the car before I'd go in. And I'd be like, shoot, I don't want to go in. I don't want to mm. go in. And he, every time he'd be like, okay, well, just get license, get your real estate license. And then you don't have, you just quit this job. Mm-hmm. And, we, and, and instead of going into this job, we could be going to a showing right now, to an open house right now. We'd be working on, on client like stuff, you know, paperwork, whatever. We would just be working together right now mm-hmm. at home mm-hmm. or out, out and about mm-hmm. rather than going into this job that you don't like. Yeah. And eventually I was like, you're right. You're right. Why don't I just do that? And now, I mean, it's great. I get to work mm-hmm. with my husband and we get to help each other. And when he's busy or if he needs a cover for a showing or I need you to help me write up this paperwork, like we, you basically get two realtors for one mm-hmm. when you're working with one of us because mm-hmm. we both just, we tag team everything. It's great. Well, and it's the same like general work structure as like a content creator. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's the same type of thing where you're mm-hmm. kind of responsible for your own your own time use and what you're doing Absolutely. and where you decide to put your time and you actually see quite a bit um I don't know as much around here but some uh, a lot of real estate agents that also do like usually something to yeah. do with their real estate and it's usually a lot of higher end real estate agents that'll do it. Right. But like they do some kind of content creation mm-hmm. stuff like uh Absolutely. What's the dude's name in New York? Ryan Serhant. You ever heard of him before? He was no. on like a TV show and oh, he's boy. like a big <laughs> Selling real estate agent. Selling yeah. Something like Selling that. Selling the big apple. But after he came off of that, he like kind of started his own business and like yeah. he writes books and stuff. But oh, he, cool. like, he's a big content creator. Yeah. And I've seen, I know a few people that like uh, work in Boston do the same mm-hmm. kind of thing, but they're all, all selling like really high end stuff. Sure, sure. So it kind of lends itself to the yeah, Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think that same... Uh, kind of idea lends mm. itself to like also being a content creator. It doesn't have yeah. to just like be it's real structured estate. but creative. Yeah, yeah. And I can, as a live moment, give Laura and Justin their real estate team a plug because they sold me my house. Hey, yes. and it was the best experience I've ever had in my life. It was so wonderful. You Thank guys you. were like the best people to work for. You guys were like, anytime um, Brian and I had a question, even if it was like the stupidest no question. stupid questions if There's you none. we got an answer in 25 seconds and it was like easy peasy it felt like you guys um and i'm sure everyone who works with you feels this way but it feels like you it your your life was at stake at this house mm. right like you were fighting so for important. us buying a house is like extremely emotional mm. not only i mean really when it comes down to it it's ultimately like mm-hmm. your shelter. Like you need, you need to have shelter. We all need shelter. Mm-hmm. So it's not just a huge financial commitment, but yeah. like it's very emotional. It's a place where you're going to be living and mm-hmm. you, you're spending all this money to be somewhere that you want to be. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. It's mm-hmm. a big accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And so we need to take it very seriously. It's not something to just tread lightly with. We, it's and very important to us. For most people, it's the most money at yes. that point they have ever, ever spent. spent on mm-hmm. a single item. Absolutely. Period. And Absolutely. it's like a you literally sign a mortgage for like, what is it, like a 30-year loan? And you're like, okay, yep. this is a long loan. Yeah. You're like, wow, I'll be 60 when I'm Oh, my <laughs> God. That's the worst. But I also yeah, think don't like- do the, Just don't do the math. I know. No. Just you don't want to think about it. But I think like, like you just said, like it's serious- I agree, but I also feel like when we worked with you guys, there was an air of like lightness. Like yeah. it felt like fun. Like it was like a fun yeah. thing to do. Like looking at houses was fun. And then like it is fun. we'd have our little meeting at the car afterward and yeah. like we'd tra- talk chat. about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, this was cool. We didn't love this. Like, yeah. and I just feel like, um, yeah, you have to have like someone who like know, like it was nice to have someone who knew 
what Brian and I wanted, but also like cared about us as humans and was like, we're going to get you a place that you really like. Yeah. So thank you guys. Oh my God. That makes me so happy how happy you guys are. And that closing gift from stock was the best. We really have to give stock like the credit because like they are just so amazing. And when I tell you Mm. that on multiple occasions, like in real estate, sometimes you get notice of a closing like the night before. Mm. You don't even know that the closing will happen like until like hours before. So sometimes it's very last minute. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have gone on multiple occasions, called stock being like, I know you're closing in 20 minutes, but we're on our way and we need to put a closing oh gift together God. because we weren't expecting to close tomorrow. And they're just like, we've got you. They're the Done. best. And like, we're going we're gonna to wrap it with a bow and make it look beautiful. Mm. What are you thinking? We'll grab it for you. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. Uh, yeah. So sometimes we'll call them and we'll say like, this client loves to cook. They like to like make cocktails at home. They like love Rhode Island. And they say, okay, we'll put it together. Mm-hmm. And then we get there. And like, if I wanted to swap things out or mm-hmm. you, usually they do such a beautiful job that like, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, but we, I like to customize like, you know, if I know one of my, Jackie just bought a house. Oh, and yay. I knew that she was trying to look for like a lot of like matte black things. So I'm like, Ooh. I'm going to like look for in stock things that are like little espresso cups that are mm. matte black. Like mm-hmm. you just want to customize because you know like what they're looking for and mm-hmm. their, their vision of the house. And it's such a, it's a small thing, but like it's it important goes, to me. Like I want to see what that looks like when she's done. Cause that's like my design yes. aesthetic. Like matte my, black? Yeah, like my, oh, yeah. I have my room is matte black, light wood. Yeah. Or like little wh- little white accents. Yeah, that's Jackie, it. send Nick some photos of yeah, <laughs> I we know, right? Inspo, <laughs> really, I love some that design kind of inspo. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's in it, and it's such a because when you move into a house for the first time, because we when we like got the keys and we opened the door key to our house, it's an empty house, an empty house. There's nothing in there. You're like, oh, oh, hi. I have huh. to do stuff in here. Well, and Whoa. but even like because part of your gift for us, which I'm gonna stop gushing in a second but you got <laughs> us like you. little like these really fun geometric shaped like little champagne coops yes and if you yes. hadn't gotten us those we would have been because we got champagne we just yeah, bought a house we were super excited so we're like we've been drinking out of the bottle but literally that drinking was the plan the we were like oh we're not gonna bring glasses like we don't know what the vibe it like we don't know what's gonna be yeah. like and we had them had and it made the experience glasses. like so much better Perfect. and like now every time we look at them or we use them we're like yeah oh, we have that, that memory yeah exactly on that idea what mm-hmm. Just the idea of like champagne glasses for you know, somebody you know that just bought a house. Oh yeah, yeah it's a great abso- idea. It is. Yeah. It is definitely. It's so cute and like, like Laura said to plug stock a little more. They always have the coolest glassware. <laughs> they do. So cool. Funky stuff. So funky. Really. I love their stuff. Mm-hmm. Have yeah, you been to? Cool. You've been to stock. Yeah, I've done a photo shoot there before. That's oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nick's a photographer too. Oh. Amazing. Yeah, for the the magazines yes. and stuff. So oh, okay. yeah, so it's I see a, your so work. We've also <laughs> yeah, we've also done like a ton of coverage on stock because mm. it becomes one of those things it actually becomes one of those things where we go we have to use somebody else we have to find <laughs> like, someone else who does something because similar. We'll, we'll do so many yeah. because we'll do similar stuff like kind of right. stacked up and mm. then we're like we put we we have to find somebody else to use mm, like we can't yeah. just because it's easy and we're like oh it's so nice in there mm, like they have yeah, so much cool seriously. stuff and you so want to just be like stuff. check yeah <laughs> and the best Love yeah you. and like you said the people who are there are very easy to work for i mean work with they're mm. like super fun and happy and like hope street as as a general area is just like filled with so many good yeah. places yeah. and we used to use hope street a lot because our old office was mm. right on right main street in pawtucket oh, so okay, it was a walk sure i could have walked yeah. there and I'd be like, yeah, well, if we're going to do photos, like, maybe on Hope Street. Yeah, we need to explore, like, so now our office is in Morwick. We need to explore to see if there's, like, a version of, like, stock 
in like yeah. those other little like you know niche stores yeah they're definitely are they're just spread out a little bit more spread out more yeah, yeah when you go like south of Providence, everything is so far away. Yeah, your, de- your density goes yeah. away. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. Have you ever lived anywhere besides Providence in I've, Rhode Island? Just in South County for oh, when I was at oh, URI. when you were at URI. Just in your at URI. I lived in uh, Bonnet Shores for a summer. I mm. lived in Eastward Look. I was going to ask you that earlier, and then I was yes. like, yeah. Yeah, I lived in Eastward Look for. What's that? It's um, a neighborhood. Older. In, so is that older, new? Eastward? I lived in old. Okay. I lived in Old Eastward. Um, I don't so know what any of that means. It's, just, it's basically it's, it's neighborhoods yeah. that have names that oh, the okay. URI like college housing tends to be in these certain neighborhoods. Oh. Yeah, so they're, they're really close to Scarborough Beach. So all Ooh. of these houses, they're like beach houses. Mm-hmm. And so in the summertime, they're all rentals. There yeah. are people that live there year round, but they're like not as many. They're like sprinkled in. Yep. So like also all of these people that live there have to live around college students. Yeah, they get, they get upset. And they get all, you know, all ticked off and I'm like, oh, Well, you chose to live here. Just live here. So in the summertime, they're like these beautiful beach rentals mm. and in the winter, they rent them to URI students. So it's like these neighborhoods and it's basically like a road and on one side of the road, it's old eastward look and on the other side of the road, it's new eastward look mm-hmm. and you know, and yeah. so that's where it is. So it's all pretty much all URI students and you know, you just walk around and go to each other's houses. I always used to get a little bummed for the beach because I feel like a lot of the folks that do live in those areas mm-hmm. uh, year round have probably had those houses. Like a lot yeah, of them are older and I've had the houses for a long time. And like the, they didn't buy a house in a college neighborhood. Right. College encroached on their house. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So the people that like ju- new homeowners over there, it's like, well, either your you real estate agent right. didn't tell you anything and you're from out of state or you just should have known better. Yeah. It's time. like that movie with um Seth Rogen uh neighbors yes. where like it's a resi- yeah yeah yes. yeah it's oh like a god. residential neighborhood and next then this, to like, a frat house oh yeah. my god. you knew who called the cops when <laughs> yes the cops got called. definitely that definitely. was you that was your experience was, <laughs> well, especially because sometimes it would be like you know a relatively small party mm. and then somebody would call the cops you're like well that had to be the right the, you know, the older couple that story, got yeah. mad like last week too and yeah like, uh, i'm wondering now that i'm getting older though like if what i call the cops and a loud rager probably I wouldn't call the cops. If I had kids. But I would like, yeah. I would probably Yeah, if you like, went over there and you said like, hey guys, I really need you to keep it down. My kid's sleeping. Am I and that? And then they just do it anyway. Age? Probably. But so when I was okay. down there partying, we had, there was a, one of the houses, I remember at some point, a neighbor would come over and say like, hey, you know, my kids just went to sleep. I really need you guys to keep it down. And we would, and they wouldn't yeah. call the cops. Yeah, it's just be mutual respect. Yeah, and then there were other ones where they just wouldn't say anything, and they would just call the cops. And it's like, well, if you just asked, we would have stopped. Mm. So you never know. But you can also run into really jerky. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a good word for it. Mm. Uh, college yeah, kids, and, absolutely, and they're not gonna listen to you anyway. So it's you're a little hit or miss. I'm yeah. scared that I'm getting to that age though, where like a loud party next door would like annoy me a little bit, <laughs> right? I think that like if it was all night long yeah. it's like three in the morning and they're blasting music and, and i might like, be like oh my god i am past that part yeah. of my life like and now i want to go to sleep like the- yeah or if they're like leaving red cups mm. in my front yard or something mm-hmm. like that and i live very close to providence college mm. i don't live near like quite as close to like eaton street where mm. all of the P- pc kids live golden crust golden stuff. crust yeah mm. my, my is golden crust still there it, they are still there uh. and they're actually moving just a couple blocks away uh. but they're Closer still further a, alive and doing well further from me my mm. stepson loves golden crust and oh. justin my yeah. husband grew up eating golden crust so that sounds delicious yeah we used to i think i brought this up in the episode with asher mm. 
that like Golden Crust, we used to go there, you know, obviously late night. Yeah. It's like, that is the place. I remember Golden Crust as the place that I burnt my mouth on pizza. Oh, yeah. Every yeah, single yeah. time I ate there. Because you were like, you, you had just, one. It came out, you waited it. 25 minutes for yeah. it, and everybody just housed it. And you're like half mouth. asleep, like you don't yeah. even know what you're Seriously. putting in. Walk back with like three pizzas in your mm-hmm. hand in somebody's house. Mm-hmm. I um, I feel, so I did move away for college. I went to Boston. Nice. Um, Which was fine, but I have a lot of friends who had the URI experience and like they talk about like Golden Cross and they talk about this and my college was like in the city so it was like not a campus. Right. Okay. So there wasn't like a like a a quad or like a little sure. area. Yeah, it's just for, like buildings here and yeah, there. Yeah. And mm. I part of me is like darn I wish I had the experience of like walking to someone's dorm yeah. with like you know I don't know to like party and have fun where ours was like oh you have to get a cab and you have yeah, to go, you have to take the, take the tea train yeah. and you have to like make sure you get home by 11:45 or else you have to take a cab the cab's going to cost $60 and this party is going to be not worth it sure. and there are a lot of colleges in Rhode Island I think, I we've talked I think about that Rhode Island has the crazy. most colleges like per capita than any other state I mean like I, I was thinking about this the other day we have so, just in Providence alone mm. yeah. we have so many and they're all like really good colleges yeah, we have some really good competitive colleges like here. the tiniest state has RISD and brown like i know there's obviously all the colleges are yeah. amazing mm-hmm. but i think those are like those the are, two are most prominent. well known yeah. yeah like nationally known off the top of people's <clears throat> heads kind of and then right. pc would be well known for the athletics athletics mm. but then you'll also have uri mm-hmm. yeah. rhode island college mm-hmm. johnson and wales which johnson and wales oh, is, johnson humongous, is, huge. is a really big As, hitter especially for, for culinary yep yeah, and I mean, like, they are a huge contributor to our food scene because mm. they're producing these chefs yeah, that totally. are saying, like, I'm going to open a restaurant in Providence because I love it here. I didn't so even think about that. we have to be very appreciative to Johnson & Wales, but, you know, we also have Roger Williams. Oh, my God, I forgot. You... Oh, no, I forget about Roger I know, Williams. I forgot. That's crazy. I don't know anybody that went Brian, to Roger Salve Regina. Salve Regina, Bryant University. Damn. CCRI, <laughs> New England Tech. Oh, my God. There's so many. There's so many. Wow. There's so yeah. many. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I didn't even like, like think about that. An hour top to bottom. Seriously. <laughs> Damn, I love Rhode Island. <laughs> I, I love Rhode Island so I love Rhode Island so much. What's like if you had to have one Rhode Island tagline, what would it be? Like a like, tagline? Like what you love about Rhode Island. Like I love Rhode Island because I love Rhode Island and I love and like this maybe may apply specifically more so to Providence. Mm. But I love like how approachable mm. Providence is as a city because like I can get, like, people say, oh, I love New York because I can get whatever I want there. And I'm like, yeah, but if you're in one part of the city, it might take you an hour just to get to that thing. Like, if I'm in Providence, like, I can pretty much get most of the things that I want in terms of, like, food. I can get any kind of cuisine that Mm -hmm. I could want. Like, the shopping, like, music, arts, all of that exists here Mm -hmm. and is abundant. And I can have access to it like immediately mm-hmm. like I have a I can it's a drivable city and it's obviously a state so I can just like if I wake up this morning I could say I'm gonna go to the beach mm-hmm. and I could just drive down to the beach and mm-hmm. I can come back in time for an office meeting if I need to yeah <laughs> so it really is like very approachable in the way that like you know I don't have to say like you were saying okay well you have to like take the train and then take a cab at this mm-hmm. time like it's just like you just live you just can drive yeah. to where you want to go have access to the things you want to have access to. You have the beach, you have the city, you have rural, like country life, if that's what you want. So mm-hmm. we have so much to offer. Mm-hmm. I, I, whenever people hate on Rhode Island, I'm like, 
I'm removing you from my life. Please do not ever talk <laughs> to me ever again. Don't talk to me. Remove. Don't talk to me. Yeah. I feel like you need to be like in a commercial for Rhode Island. You know how they have I it like would. travel New Hampshire. It should just be like you Rhode saying Island. what you just yeah. said <laughs> because it's so nice and it's like you're so right. Like if you wake up and you decide you want to go to the beach and then on your way home you're like, you know what? I want some very obscure type of food. Yeah. I'm going to drive right by Providence and I'm going to pick it up to get it. I always wonder if there is one because it's like I if you lived in California, Mm. you wouldn't Mm. see these California commercials all the time. Oh, you know? oh, like if is there a Rhode Island, Island there, vacation? there has to be, right? Yeah, I feel like they I'm all sure do it. That there is. Okay, whoever's oh, in as long as it's not it? the colder and warmer thing. I know. Colder and warmer. I know. <laughs> whoever's in charge of it, that. we have your star sitting in our studio right now. Yeah. Call me, and you need to call Laura because she is. Although, are you? I don't know if you're still. I haven't been to the airport in forever. I'm There's, still there. Oh, okay. <laughs> the best part about coming out of TF Green is there is a, a ginormous picture of you. There is. Is it at the? It's at the exit, right? It's at the exit. Yeah. So basically, if you're flying into Tea of Green and you're walking out of the airport, you're it's you're gonna, I'm right there. You so can't you, miss me. You are like the Rhode Island mascot. I welcome you. You're the first I'm the first person. person to welcome you back to Rhode Island from your travels. What is it for? It is a ad for Matuna Oyster Bar. Oh, and her cool. like little cute, adorable face is like serving some clams. <laughs> yeah, it's the <laughs> first awesome. time I ever like noticed it. Brian and I were leaving the airport, and I looked, and I was like, Oh my god, that's me. I know her. People text me all the time being like a picture of it or being like, oh, thanks for greeting me at the airport. Well, it's, so you, I, I had said that you should be the spokesperson. Girl, you already are. I'm one step closer. I know. Yeah. Laura for, well, I don't know, whatever position you want to be yeah, in Rhode Island. Spokes- I, I consider myself, and Justin mascot. too, I consider myself like Rhode Island's cheerleader. Heck like, yes. Like I just, I adore it. Mm-hmm. And I mean like. A lot of my friends are like, well, I need to like at least live somewhere else for a Mm -hmm. period of time or like, you know, I can come back here. I mean, I've never felt the need to live somewhere else. I I love my life here so much that I don't feel the need to go and like uproot myself and live somewhere else for that experience. Like if I want that experience, I'll travel there. I'll visit there. Mm -hmm. I love to travel. So like I feel like I can always go and see the world and just come back to Rhode Island. I think it has everything that I need and want here. And I I think, too, from what I've learned in this conversation and what I know from you in our time together, it feels like the experiences you've had just in Rhode Island are the what people are looking for when they go somewhere else. Mm. Like you are a semi-professional figure skater. You had the college experience. Mm You, you know, uh, uh, majored in something in college that was very intense. And then you came back to something that was not as intense, but still in the state. And then you became like a Mm. famous influencer in this like you know what I mean like you yeah. lived like a I think the experience that people are like oh I'm gonna go to New York because I'm gonna do X. right yeah it's like you're like girl I got it all right here I'm gonna make Absolutely. it happen for myself yeah. and that's like time. pretty cool I think it's- the argument I can I could hear from people for moving is somebody that is completely stuck in the fact like I hate winter Mm. sure I sure i get that yeah. or like having a house like you know the a lot of retirement age folks do the, the snowbirds that go somewhere else for the yeah, winter and, and come back in the get, summer i get that i could hear that listen if laura can stick it out miss 85 I degree know, weather I seriously girl, i suffer through the winter can stick i struggle it out. with it you can and one thing i also remember you hate ac right do i you don't hate like AC? air conditioning which is even when like when you're going to bed so no. funny oh my, I, my husband makes me hot. use it but like in my car in the summer, never. I never even. Oh, I don't on use it in my car. I don't use it in my car, and like for me, I would just open the windows in the summer, even it would, if it's it'd be boiling fine. hot. It what okay. degree does it have to be for you to turn on? No, I mean three hundred and three hundred. I have to be baking. <laughs> That's so funny. Literally I'm, baking. I love. I love my AC. Yes. I love my AC. I love my heat. I love um, like when I get in the car in the morning, I like turn my the 
this warmer on my steering mm-hmm. yes. thing, my butt on, and I like blast the heat. So like when I get out of my car, it feels like I just exited like a sauna. Yes. And it's the best feeling. So people think I'm absolutely out of my mind when I tell them this, but you know, in the summertime, when you get into your car and it's like stifling hot mm-hmm. and you immediately have to like open all the doors and windows because it's just so hot. You burn your butt. I get into the car when it's that hot and I just sit there for like a second, for like, a, for like 10 seconds because I'm like, ah, it's so hot. It's like your it's meditation. So hot. I love it. Like I like, I enjoy hot, like hot heat. That's crazy. Somebody yeah. else at the beach parking lot is like, look at that look psychopath. Crazy get, person what is she sitting doing? roasting in the car. Is she, is she smiling? Is she, is she happy enjoying it? Is she alive? Wow. Oh there's something God. wrong with her. Should we open the windows? If she needs some she air. Need help? Do you blink if you need help. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I we've taken up a good amount of your time already. I don't want to keep you too long. No, you guys are um, I'm having so much fun with you. This is so much fun. Um, but like we were saying, if anybody has seen Hot Ones before, we're going to try to, at the end of each episode, do, do a, the Hot Ones moment. Do the yeah. Hot Ones moment. Look at that camera. Look at that this camera, camera. camera. This camera. So what what's going on in the life of Pinky Swear, Buns and Bites, yeah. real estate, yeah. just you in general? Anything exciting? Well, or is it um, all exciting? It's, <laughs> it's, it is all exciting. Mm. Um, I am getting ready to go to Portugal next week, yes. which I'm really excited for. And while I'm there, I'm going to share all the things that I'm eating and drinking in Portugal. Obviously, it's not local, which is my whole thing. But um, I am going to be there and you're going to see it. Yes, <laughs> so yes. I'm excited to do that. Um, but yeah, buns and bites. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very busy with it. If you're a restaurant owner and you're listening to this and you've ever thought about wanting buns and bites to come into your restaurant, please email me. I like would I I'm sure I'd love to work with you. Um, you know, it's something that I, I'd love to get in touch with people. If mm. they didn't know, if you don't know how to get in touch with me, just just send me an email. I'm very like I try to get back to everyone as quickly as possible. Um, and I'd love to just, you know, to come in and check out all of your restaurants. Um and find new places to eat. Mm-hmm. And create a pastry called the bun and bite call the buns and bites that's right yeah so and yeah if you're listening to this and you want to have a menu item <laughs> after buns and bites let's do it um but yeah pinky swear has some cool merch coming out for the holidays so definitely keep an eye on that it's all locally based like you know like local focused so we'll have some providence crewnecks coming up and the time for the holidays um yeah and and real estate so all my things I do buns and bites I do pinky swear i do real estate mm-hmm. um and real estate is is treating us very well right now I'm working with a bunch of first time home buyers which mm-hmm. is like the best experience for me in real estate because it's the most exciting as you can attest to that how exciting it is to buy your first house and, and get the keys and pop the champagne it's, Heck yeah. it's super exciting and that is the most rewarding part of it for me i know that when i bought my house as a first time home buyer, it was like the most joyous feeling I had ever experienced at that point in my life. And I want, I work to like bring that feeling to my clients. So Oops. that's the best part of it. Um, yeah. But the other thing that I'm working on right now is I'm doing a lot of social media management. So I'm adding that to the list of services that I provide to restaurants. Um, so again, if you're a restaurant owner listening to this, um, or just a small small business owner in general, um, but I hyper focus on restaurants, and you just need a little bit of help with Instagram, whether it's consulting or full on hands on management. That is something that I am able to offer you. So again, just hit me up. This girl <laughs> does it all, and I have to say, it's been so much fun getting to learn more yes. about you. Um, and for everyone listening, Laura is as beautiful, as nice, and as smart. Oh. And you 
should follow all of her pages, like all of her stuff, and Thanks. join the Buns and Bites ride. Heck yes. yeah. Yeah, and everything is exactly how it sounds. So Buns and Bites buns on Instagram, bunsandbites.com, uh, right. Pinky Swear, Pinky's P-I-N-K-I-E, mm-hmm. right. and then PinkySwear.com as well, correct? That's right. Pinky, right. It's actually Pinky Swear Swears. Co. Oh, Co. PinkySwearCo.com. Perf. Okay. Buy yes. some merch, guys. Fantastic. Right. All right. Well, thanks for coming. Thank you so much Thank for having you. me, guys. You're it was so great fun. to chat and hang out with you. Yay. Yeah, this was awesome. And thanks, everybody, for listening. I hope everybody has a wonderful morning, evening. Uh, Whenever day. you're listening. Bye, guys. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.